Hey Setters, I'm Renee Tonsaka. Welcome to another episode of Booth Review Podcast, Pace University's Week in Sports. In this episode, I'll be talking about some of the honors our football team have received, and I will also recap both women's and men's basketball games. And at the end of the recap, we have fellow intern Caroline Martins interviewing Allison Carr, who was named to United Soccer's Coaches All-Region Squad. Starting us off is our football team with two players earning D2 CCA All-Region 1 accolades. Pace student-athletes Kevin Tutt and Nazir Givens were honored as D2 CCA All-Super Region players. Kevin Tutt was named D2 CCA First Team Offense Accolades, while Nazir Givens was voted to the Second Team Defense. Kevin Tutt will also be on ballot for All-American and was one of the first three teamers from the Northeastern 10. Congratulations to both Kevin Tutt and Nazir Givens. Go Setters! Now on to women's basketball. The women fell short of Southern New Hampshire University. The setters put on an amazing effort to win the game towards the end of the two quarters, but it wasn't enough. The game ended with Southern New Hampshire University winning 77 to the blue and gold 66. However, Lauren Hackett led pace with 14 points in that game, and junior guard Shannon Sinclair netted 10 points along with sophomore forward Tower Lord and freshman guard Morgan Ryan. The Setters had another game against Bentling University where the women fell 55-42 to at home. Junior guard Shannon Sinclair led pace in scoring with 15 points and junior guard KT Omina Manzere netted 13. The second quarter of the game was the deciding blow to the blue and gold where Bentley outscored the Setters by 17-3. to However, the Setters made a good display of their ability in the fourth quarter where they put up 21 points to Bentley's 11. Now, the men's basketball team was able to pull an amazing win over Southern New Hampshire University, where the score ended with the setters 67 and Southern New Hampshire University with 56. Senior guard Brandon Powell finished the game with 20 points, bringing his career point total to 1,001 points. Senior Brian Powell added 15, and junior guard Leon Bennett added 14 as well. The men's next game was against Bedling University, where the setters took a loss for the first time this season at home. The setters were down in the first half by 11 points, and right as things were going well for the blue and gold in the second half, it was too late since they outscored Bentley 40-35. In the final minutes of the game, Pace missed three shots and one free throw, which could have led to a comeback. The score ended with the setters 67 and Bentley University 73. Pace grad forward Mark Dadika led the setters with 18 points and six rebounds that game. Alrighty, next we have fellow intern Caroline Martins, who did an interview with Allison Carr. Thank you for staying tuned and enjoy this interview. Hey Setters, this is Caroline Martins, an intern with Booth Review, and I'm here with Allie Carr. Allie plays for the women's soccer team here at Pace University. Allie has just been named to United Soccer Coaches All-Region Squad, finishing the season with 8 goals and 5 assists for 21 points. Today, we're going to get to know Allie a little more and hear about some of her great achievements. Thank you for joining me today, Allie. Hi, I'm Allie. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your background and um, how your passion for soccer started. So I started playing soccer, actually not super early. Like a lot of these people, I feel like start playing soccer when like they're babies. But um, I would say I started playing competitive soccer when I was in about sixth grade. Uh, my first club, I'm from Connecticut, so the first club that I ever played for was FSA, which is Farmington Sports Arena. And when I was in, I think it was eighth grade, or sixth grade? 
I don't know, one of those. I made the ECNL squad, which was a very big accomplishment for me as my whole life. I've really only been playing like town soccer. Um, I met, so once I started playing ECNL, I kind of developed a love for the game. It was so fun, all the experiences. I got to travel to a lot of cool places, like showcases to um, play soccer. Some of those consisted of like, I went to Arizona, I went to Florida, um, and Seattle, I've been to Seattle for soccer. And um, yeah, it's just awesome ex getting to experience like that level of play, like it really, you kind of like find like a sense of home in it. It was kind of my escape from like at home and then like I came to soccer and I'd be with people that I love to be with doing the thing that I love to do and just having so much freedom and so much fun doing it. I can definitely relate to the things that you say because I used to play soccer like when I was little and grew up playing it. But um, I mean, I stopped eventually, but I, I can see like where you're coming from with that. So, um, I mean, you have certainly achieved great things. Uh, from all of them, which one would you say has made you proud? Something that you, has made you think like, wow, I've put a lot of work into it and now it's paying off. Um, so actually when I was a junior in high school, so on top of soccer, I also played basketball, which I loved. So uh, coming out of college, I kind of had to make that decision whether I wanted to continue with basketball or soccer. I had been a complaint playing competitive soccer, so I obviously was going to go forth with soccer, but leaving basketball behind was hard. But um, when I was a junior in high school, so it was 2020, I tore my ACL. So I had major knee surgery, and I would say that that was like very detrimental to me because uh, junior year was kind of like my year where it was like my thrive year. Like I was like the fittest I've been. I was playing the best soccer of my life. I was getting emails from schools and then come winter, so after that fall season, I had a really good high school season in the fall. My team made state finals. We ended up losing, but whatever, that's besides the point. And then, um, so come winter, I had tore my ACL, and it kind of was like, oh crap, like, now I have to have a year recovery. I have to almost restart everything. And it took a toll on my mental health, I would say, just because it's very hard to um, be excelling in something like so well, just to have such a major setback. It's like, how do I even deal with that? And then never mind that, like all my friends are over here, like committing to their schools and I can't even commit because I'm injured. Like I'm really barely even being noticed by schools anymore. And so, um, it actually kind of did help out, work out in my favor because uh, COVID ended up hitting. So everybody like slowed down and it was like, okay, maybe I can now, while nobody's playing soccer because of COVID, obviously, I can really focus on my rehab, come back stronger and just keep working towards my goal. So well, I emailed Mike, I think my coach, Mike Wynn, and when I was coming back in August, so I tore my... ACL in January, I had surgery in February, and then it was about a six month recovery to be able to be cleared for contact. So in August, I was getting ready for my high school season. Obviously I knew I wasn't like my total self, like um, just the basic stuff, like the speed of play, my speed, my mental toughness, like my touch, my, like all that stuff. And um, so I emailed Mike and I was like, hey, I'm Allie, whatever. Uh, so. He emailed me back, and I think it was in that following January where I started playing competitive soccer again with my FSA team. And um, that was tough because a, a lot of the girls that I play with are very good soccer players, and uh, I obviously was not where they were as for my setback. So I, like, 
played, but like I didn't play a lot in the games and it was like very like heartbreaking. Like my mom would kind of be like, oh, like you need to talk to Mike about playing. And when I get like upset, I kind of put up like this wall that I'm almost in like the I don't care mindset. So it's like, I would say like, I don't care that he's not playing me. I don't care that I'm not playing as well. And even though it was like really hard on me. Um, so I, that was very tough. And then I think I just kept doing what I did, and Mike actually, after coming here and touring, like I did end up signing to play here. And so that was in about April, so then through the whole year, I just spent like everything, just like becoming stronger, becoming quicker, becoming faster, doing all the training that I can, because I knew I needed to be ready for this upcoming, my freshman year preseason. So I did come my freshman year preseason, and um, I was, in better shape than I had been back in April when I had first committed. But like my knee, it was like the first time I played like really competitive soccer with some good players in a long time. So like I would, I did have problems with my knee at first. It was like swelling, it was a painful, and like it was just kind of something that like I had to adjust to, but it's almost like I couldn't really slow down because it's like, if I put that mindset in me, then it's just not gonna work out for the future. So uh, I kept pushing through and I kept just doing what I did best and then, um, I did play a lot in the upcoming season, which boosted a lot of my confidence. And then I would have to say that, like, come spring, I was probably – I was feeling good. I knew that I had played an okay fall season. And um, in the spring, I, I had a really – I think I had a good spring season. Like, I, that's when I felt my most self, strength-wise, speed-wise, and, like, conditioning-wise. And um, – yeah, so then I'd go home. Honestly, it's going to kind of sound selfish. But like, I'd go home and, like, I'd see people and they'd be like, oh, like, you look strong. And it'd be like, oh, like, you look fit. And I'm like, oh, like, thank you. Like, I worked my ass off for that. And then um, so come this season, I actually played soccer all summer with a very competitive team. And, like, I just really started feeling myself again. And it's kind of like I would say that my greatest accomplishment would be that coming coming back from that comeback, coming up coming back from that setback because it was like very detrimental to me and now that I have like worked my butt off to be where I am this past season like having the numbers that I have having the points that I have like being an offensive leader in the conference then like how I was being named to like first team like that really put me in like a really good state like mentally because it's almost like wow like I did that even after everything that I went through and then being named all region as well. Wow, sounds like a great overcome. I mean, and you and you did mention uh, Coach Mike yeah. a little bit. Um, so speaking of him, um, how do you think he has helped you throughout your achievements this season? Um, you know, it's actually funny because I always say to like my mom, I'm like, Mom, like, I, if it hasn't been, if it wasn't for Coach Mike, like, I really don't think I would be like where I am today. Um, I. I would say that like he has pushed me past my limits and I only had hope for that from a college coach. Like college coaches are supposed to be tough on you. They're supposed to understand you and they're supposed to, he's supposed to know that like when he can tell that I'm lacking, like he just has to give me that extra shove and push me forward, push me past my limits. And he did that so well. And I think that if he hadn't done that, like I wouldn't be where I am. There would be days where like, yeah, like I'd be pissed off at him because he's yelling at me or like I'd be angry at him because he's giving me like, he's just yelling at me and I'm just like, okay, like, it's all worth it. Like, he has to do that. So I, like, respect him in every aspect. I think that really, like, if he wasn't pushing me, if he hadn't been putting me through this training, this strengthening, like, I really wouldn't be where I am today. And, I mean, clearly he has had a great impact on you, like, in, on your career and, like, you know, your path throughout the season. What about your teammates? And how do you think, like, they have helped you? 
Oh, my teammates, they're my best friends. I love them so much. They're awesome to be around. They they do they spread nothing but positivity. They spread nothing but motivation and um a lot of them, I mean, obviously with anyone, like, competition between us, like, they pushed me to my limits. Like, I remember I remember my AIC game, or not AIC, Adelphi game my freshman year. It was, like, we were down, like, 3 nothing, and we ended up coming back and winning 4-3. And I, had like, hurt my ankle a few games before, and it was, like, still sore, but I kept playing. And, like, in the Adelphi game, um, I, like, made a pass, and I, like, really – like, I, I, like, went down because, like, I just, like, really hurt my ankle so bad. And I remember CC like, our captain coming up to me and be like, you're getting up. Like, we cannot play this game without you. Like, I need you right now. Like, I'm not letting you get out. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I'm going, I'm going. So it's kind of just, like, those little, like, extra, like, motivational things from people that you know are going to, like, be there for you, stand by your side. And, like, everything you do is, like, for your teammates. I think, like, I play to win, like, for the girls. Like, we put all this hard work and we put all this effort in. Like, it's only going to make sense if we all stick together, work hard, and just do our best to win amazing amazing um so we know that soccer isn't as big in the u.s as it is in other countries but for women it is a big deal here are you planning on pursuing a career in soccer after college how do you feel about that you know it's actually funny you ask that because i've been thinking about it a lot like lately and um so a lot of people like here got blessed with like a covid year because of COVID so they get like an extra fifth year and like I keep like calling my mom and like now that like I'm off of soccer like because it's not in season as much anymore like I'm so bored that like I'm gonna like lose my mind sometimes but um I keep calling my mom and I'm saying to her I'm like mom like I don't know how I'm ever gonna let soccer go it's like I don't know like I'm so upset that I don't have like the opportunity to come back and do like a fifth year like a lot of these other girls like our captain Cece had a COVID year so she's able to come back and do a fifth year and I'm like she's so lucky but um yeah so I don't have that opportunity, but the summer league that I do play for is like kind of like a mini like pro like women's league. And like I play with girls of all ages. I think like our oldest girl is literally like 30 years old. So um, if anything, like I would love to just go back and like train with them for the summer. Like they're so good at soccer and like they just push me to be so much better in the summer and like just playing with them is so fun that I could totally see myself like staying there for years after just playing soccer <laughs> that's that's incredible yeah. that's incredible and I mean it, it's there like it, what's your advice for girls that are actually like thinking about that thinking about a career in soccer after college or any girls that are like very passionate about soccer and want to continue doing that after college do you have any advice for them I would just say do it that's the only thing I would have to say I mean um I think a lot of these girls especially nowadays like you hear all these stories about all these coaches like all these problems going on with the team and I think it's like a lot of girls do have that love-hate relationship with the sport it's one day they're in love with it one day they hate it one day they want to quit this and that I mean I'm not gonna lie I have felt that some here and there, but um, I think like for me personally, like it's all just like so worth it. Like you're surrounded by people that like you love. You're surrounded by people that were one day strangers and are now gonna be like your best friends for life, doing the thing that you love every single day. And um, my advice would just be to do it and to just, keeps you keeps you fit, keeps you happy, keeps you occupied, especially right out of college. So that's the only thing I would say. <laughs> yeah, as a personal lover of soccer, I can totally relate to every single thing that you said. And like, I just wish you the best of luck, like not only your journey with soccer throughout college, but after that, I'm I'm hoping that, I mean, you can make like whatever you want to go. And I really enjoyed our chat, our chat. And I mean, thank you for joining me today. Of course, thank you guys for having me.
Thank you, guys. This was Carolyn Martins for Booth Review, and this is Ali Carr. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Renee Tanisaka, and this has been Booth Review, Pace University's Weekend Sports. Music for this podcast is Burn the World Waltz by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.